Welcome to this, the next edition of our daily devotions coming to you from Church of the Palms in Sarasota, Florida. We're so glad that you found us and we hope that you'll share these reflections with people that you know and love. Let's take a moment to prepare our hearts and minds to listen to God's word. Let's pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Well, our scripture today comes from both the Old and New Testaments. The first from the book of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verses 1, and then continuing on with verses 4 through 14. Hear the word of God. These are the words of the letter that the prophet Jeremiah sent from Jerusalem to the remaining elders among the exiles and to the priests, the prophets, and the people whom Nebuchadnezzar had taken into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all the exiles whom I have sent into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build houses and live in them, plant gardens and eat what they produce, take wives and have sons and daughters, take wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage that they may bear sons and daughters, multiply there and do not decrease, but seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for in its welfare, you will find your welfare. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, do not let the prophets and the diviners who are among you deceive you and do not listen to the dreams that they dream, for it is a lie that they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, says the Lord. For thus says the Lord, only when Babylon's 70 years are completed will I visit you and I will fulfill to you my promise and bring you back to this place. For surely I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for your welfare and not for harm to give you a future with hope. Then when you call upon me and come and pray to me, I will hear you. When you search for me, you will find me if you seek me with all your heart. I will let you find me, says the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places where I have driven you, says the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. Our second lesson is from the Gospel according to Matthew, the seventh chapter, beginning at the seventh verse. Jesus is speaking and says, Ask, and it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds, and for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there among you who <clears throat> is there among you who, if your child asks for bread, will give a stone, or if the child asks for a fish, will give a snake? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? And everything do to others as you would have them do to you, for this is the law and the prophets. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, the story is told about a little boy who lived a century or so ago, way out in the Midwestern backcountry, and he had reached the age of 12, and he had never in all his life seen the circus. Well, one day a poster went up at school that announced that the next Saturday a traveling circus was coming to the nearby town. He ran home with the news and asked his father if there was any way he could go. 
The family was poor, but the father could see in this boy's in this boy's eyes what this meant to him. So he said, if you will do your chores ahead of time on, before Saturday, I will see to it that you have the money to go. Well, Saturday morning came and the chores were done and the little boy stood before his father dressed in his Sunday best. His father reached down into his overalls and pulled out a dollar bill, the most money that little boy had seen in all his life. The father cautioned the boy to be careful and then said, you go have a good time and send him on his way. The boy was so excited, his seat barely touched the ground as he ran almost the whole way to the nearby town. And as he approached the outskirts of the village, he noticed that people were lining the streets and he worked his way through the crowd until he could see what was coming. And lo and behold, in the distance approached the great spectacle of the circus parade. It was the greatest thing the boy had ever seen. There were animals in cages, bands, midgets, all sorts of performers, lions and tigers and elephants and bears. The boy just stood there watching in wild amazement. And then finally passed And finally, after everything had passed where he was standing, there came finally the traditional circus clown with floppy shoes and baggy pants and brightly painted face bringing up the rear of the parade. As the clown passed where the boy was standing, he reached into his pocket, the little boy, and and got out that precious dollar bill and, and walked over to the clown and handed it to him. And then he turned around and walked home. Walked home because he thought he had seen the circus when he had only seen the parade. You know, one of the great challenges in life, one of the things for which we search throughout our lives is to understand what is the real thing and what is not the real thing. What's the circus and what's just the clown? What does God want ultimately for us? And what do we really just ultimately want for ourselves? In our passage from Jeremiah, God is addressing the people of God who are in exile, and they are in exile because the prophet believes they turned their backs on God. They, they sought after alliances and allegiances that were not in God's plan for them. And so according to the prophets, God gave them over to the hands of the enemies who took them from their homes and led them into exile. God still does not let them go, and God will not let them go. And so to the exiled children of God, God speaks a word of hope. For surely I know the plans I have for you, God says, plans for your welfare and not for harm, plans to give you a future with hope. God is always holding out hope for us. God is always waiting for us to stay with him to discover the great joy of being in relationship with him, a a relationship of trust and expectation for what God might, through the faithfulness of his people, what God might do not only to us, but through us. Jesus said, is there anyone among you who, if your child asked for bread, would give a stone, or if a child asked for a fish, would give a snake? Well, if you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more, he says, will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? And yet how tempting it is for us to go chasing after the quick fix or the momentary pleasure, not quite believing that God has good and eternal gifts to give. We chase after the snakes and stones when God has all these good things in store for us. Makes me think of a scene from one of my favorite movies, It's a Wonderful Life, where 
good old George Bailey, played by Jimmy Stewart, is doing his best to manage the Bailey building alone. And then comes the crash of 1929, and all his customers are panicking, and they want to take all their money together from the cooperative of which they are a part. And George, George implores them not to panic, but to stick together. If they stick together, he says, and, and sacrifice a little and not sell their shares, they will be all right in the long run. He even gives his own life savings just to hold them together. And while others are throwing their fortunes away, George is on, George is there to show them that their fortune is in each other. And they, can, and they will come out all right, and sure enough, they do. And there's a lot in today's world and in today's headlines that would make us believe that it's time to panic and doomsday is near. It's enough to convince us that it's every man out for himself, but all that ignores the fact that there is one who stands ready to give us even more than we ask for if we but trust him for his way of life. There is much, much more than just the clown. There is a circus on its way. Let us pray. We thank you, O oh God, that you are the God who loves us and that you desire for us the abundant life and, and you are the one who will give us the abundant life if we but just listen and obey and wait with patience, trusting that you will provide that which we need, ultimately that you will provide the joy for which we were created. So bless us as we seek to be faithful to you, for we ask it in Christ's name. Amen.